It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The World in 10, the Times of London's unique take on stories from around the globe with myself, Alex Stibble, and today, Sonal Patel. Lots to pack in over 10 minutes, including a life sentence for Britain's worst child killer and the revenge of an Italian millionaire. And we're going to explain why things are getting sticky (laughs) Um, for one sport. It will, we promise, Mm -hmm. make sense. At the end of last week on Friday, a nurse in Britain's National Health Service was convicted of murdering seven babies and attempting to murder another six. And today she was sentenced to life in prison. Loving parents have been robbed of their cherished children and others have to live with the physical and mental consequences of your actions. The judge there ordering Lucy Letby never to be freed from jail. The 33-year-old has become only the fourth woman in Britain to be sentenced to a whole life term. But here's the thing. Lucy Letby wasn't there as she received that punishment because she refused to turn up to court for her sentencing. And that meant she also wasn't there as the parents' heartbreaking victim impact statements were read. And this has really opened up uh, a debate about whether those sentenced for things like murder should be forced uh, to attend the sentencing, forced to face those families of those they've killed. Times Radio has been speaking to Farah Naz. Her niece was murdered, but her murderer refused, like Lucy Letby, to attend sentencing. It just felt farcical to read our victim impact statements because it's written for him it's written to him as a family we still want to face him Uh, maybe want is the wrong word but we feel entitled to face him and tell him what impact he has had on our family it's a very basic human need somebody's hurt you you tell them This is what you did. And also, that person has an opportunity then to feel remorse, to feel guilty. There is talk at the moment that the government might be rushing through some legislation, potentially, uh, to make criminals like Lucy Letby have to attend court. But the problems aren't really political, they are practical. Now, Alex Dean is a former barrister 
and he has told us of these kind of practical problems in a very matter-of-fact way. If you do want to drag people into court physically, um, what are you going to do when they refuse to stop screaming at the top of their lungs? And what are you going to do then when they're screaming abuse at the the victims in um, the public gallery? Are you going to gag them? All right, well, who wants to put the gag on the biting, frenzied psychopath? Mm. And, And when you have dragged them and and gag them and their muffled hysterical laughter and their gleeful rocking to and fro at the recital of their crimes uh, drives the families of victims to new despair. Uh, Are we as justice system then going to reach for the sedatives? It is a dilemma, isn't it? If you want more on the Lucy Letby story, do head to the Times website where there is more on the blame game that's going on at the hospital at the moment. And indeed, listen to our sister podcast, The Stories of Our Times, last Friday's episode, Lucy Letby, the NHS nurse who murdered babies. Now, to a story that's really flying on the Times app. It has everything, doesn't it, Alex? Mm. Uh, Money, love... Italians enacting <laughs> drama and revenge. Um, that saying, revenge is a dish best served cold. And this is cold. Uh, it was served at an engagement party in a mansion in Italy. That is Massimo Segre, an Italian banking millionaire who is delivering a speech at his own engagement party with his fiancée, Christina Mandy, standing next to him. But it's not your normal speech because he says, I want to give Christina the freedom to love, specifically to love another person, a notable lawyer who she clearly cares about more than me. He proceeds to give information about her alleged affairs and then walks off. The story's gone viral, and you can see why. Both Massimo and Christina are Italy's rich elite. Um, The Times' James Imam's been following the story closely. He told The World in 10, this story isn't going to blow over any time soon. Sergei could be sued here for for defamation uh, if it's proved that this wasn't something that he did on a whim, but he organised a whole party, invited all of this person's friends with the specific aim of humiliating her. The uh, video very, very quickly uh, went up on on social media and was distributed to the the newspapers. That struck uh, the lawyer I spoke to as suspicious. A ring that was given by Segre's mother uh, as a way of marking her engagement to her son, that ring went missing mysteriously, say Mandy says, 15 days before this party. She says that suggests that Segre was already planning her demise. He'd taken as, as many valuable possessions from her as he possibly could do before hatching this plan. We have all heard of working from home. Mm -hmm. Um, How about, Sonal, working from the gym? No, thanks, Alex. Um, (laughs) As with great inventions, this one was born out of, I guess, necessity. Mm. Uh, So now gyms, which once catered for people wanting to get hot and sweaty for an hour, are now adding desks uh, for those who want to hang out all day. Mm. This is something that's becoming more and more popular across the United States and, you know, not necessarily just something that happened as a result of the pandemic and gyms and people getting their heads together. Uh, This was kind of beginning before COVID, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, One woman 
who's an early adopter of working from the gym, says, I can oxygenate my brain, if I can say that word, uh, and then brilliant ideas come to life. Now to a sport few have ever heard of, uh, even fewer still play, and which is now likely to, well, basically die an existential death. It's... Stick A. Stick A. Sorry, Jack, what was that? I figured for absolute clarity, I record it just to make sure we're on the same page. So it's Stick A. Stick A. So that was a voice note sent by the Times history correspondent Jack Blackburn to the duty editor Seb on pronunciation. <laughs> yes, we enjoyed that. Uh, so what is stick A? Um, it's a cross between lawn tennis, which is the tennis that we all know, mm-hmm. and real tennis, which is sort of other version of the game, which is played indoors. Um, and players with stick A must start a point by hitting the ball off the roof of what's called a penthouse, which is on the side of the court. Yeah, very exclusive. Uh, there are only two, I guess, active courts in the world uh, left and one of those is going on sale but there's hope one of the leading experts <laughs> in the game Nigel Abrasad of course um, let's be honest he might be the only expert on Stick A um, he says if you get into Stick A you will join an elite here's the quote when I get people to play who've never played before I send them a certificate ranking them in the top 100 players in the world probably the only sport you can play and instantly enter the world's top 100 never gonna hear Ah, Beyonce has interrupted us, Soddle, um, which is not what happens every day. Um, But it turns out, I think I know what this is about, uh, she actually does like cake by the pound, as she was singing there, Um, or at least her team does, uh, because this is a story about a man who's been baking cakes for her Renaissance World Tour. Yeah, the Times interviewed uh, Grant Bird, that's his name. Uh, He's originally from London. He was a bit of a jack the lad, dropped out of school, has no formal qualifications, but... But he now bakes for Beyonce. He does indeed. And I like this um, paragraph from the Times article uh, based on the interview with Grant. He said he realised his popularity on her tour after he had been forced to miss a handful of shows in Stockholm because he caught Covid. On his return, (laughs) he set out three trestle tables of desserts, including what he describes as unicorn roadkill cookies, um, a vibrant concoction um, of marshmallows, candy floss and so much edible glitter that... Here's the quote. You look like you ate a drag queen. That meant the tour knew I was back and they all applauded. Uh, You can read the full interview with Grant Bird on the Times website now with a digital subscription. And he had to feed 600 people. He did. Uh, uh, Sadly, I was not one of those, nor was Alex. Uh, We're not bitter or sad. Um, And we're going to say goodbye. So thank you for listening. We're going to get cookies. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.